Hey, it's our first episode, and that's cool. It's also E3 week, and we've got predictions. Plus, the new Marvel series Loki debuts soon, and we've got our preview. This, and much more, on the premiere episode of Podcast Demastered. Hey everybody, welcome to the first ever episode of Podcast Demastered. I'm here with my two good friends, Chelsea. Hello. And Wade. Hey there. And as always, I'm your host, Ethan. All the work finally paid off. We're here recording our first episode. Are you guys excited? Woo! Oh yeah. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> That's good. It would be, it'd be a shitty episode if we weren't. <laughs> um, so, with that being said, this is actually kind of a perfect time to start our first episode because this is quite the big week. It is... A few days out from E3, we also, what, on Thursday, we have the Summer Game Fest, Jeff Keighley show, and then it's just E3 for a week, you got the Nintendo Direct late into that, I'm sure Sony has something up their sleeve, Did it, I mean, does anybody know if they have, if there's a state of play scheduled, or, or anything? Well, probably because they don't. They don't do Sony doesn't do anything at E3, um, so there's probably a state of play planned during that week. Yeah, probably. They're definitely the the, the malcontents. They kind of gave up on E3. Like what was that? 2018 was the first time they weren't. It was yeah. It was it was two years ago because last year was the second year, except it didn't happen anyway. So. Yeah, COVID kind of said saw that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, 2019 was like that weird year where like E3 had some shit going on, like the ESA had a bunch of stuff going on, and everybody was backing out on them. Microsoft set up their own show like across the street. It was kind of a mess. <laughs> so yeah, the trouble started, indeed. I'm honestly surprised that there's so many big publishers, you know, doing shows again at E3 now. So I honestly thought that that was kind of the beginning of the end in 2019. So. But I guess not, so here we are. Here we are. Before we get into that, I was just going to kind of check, you know, check in with you guys and see what you've been doing throughout the week. Um, whoever wants to step up to the plate first, kind of just, you know, what games you've been playing, have you watched anything interesting, read any cool books, any comics, anything? Well, as a as a teacher on summer, uh, my my time's been pretty open. Um, I've been filling that up quite a bit, though. Um, a lot of that time's been dedicated to uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, outside of Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, I've been doing a lot of um, Near Replicant. Came out late April. Haven't gotten hardly halfway through it yet, but I'll get there. How is um, Near Replicant compared to Automata? Uh, well, it's it's very similar. Um, it's just like a, it's a prettier version of the one that came out in like 2013, I think it was, something like that, 2010, uh, on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Uh, they did go back and change a good amount of stuff though too, so it's not just like a remastered, right. but it's not quite a remake either. Right. Now, isn't so. Near Replicant, so... This is the Japanese version of the of its original, right? Because wasn't isn't there like two different versions? 
or am I or is am I mistaken there? No, no, you're correct. Uh, there, when the game came out, there was two versions. There's near replicant, which came out in Japan, and there's uh, near Gestalt, I think is how you say it, which came out here. They feature two different protagonists, uh, but the same story. Everything else is the same. Uh, Japan gets a teenage near who is fighting for his sister and then uh, America got uh, daddy near who's fighting for his daughter. Okay. So now those are this... two different versions. Right. Yeah. That, there you go. That was my, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was my <laughs> that, Well, that's a great question. Um, and it, it's very simple, but it's kind of makes you shake your head in these days. Um, a near game that makes were... me shake my head. That is. Well, that's yes. Um, they were just, they were worried that it, that, america wouldn't like playing as a teen boy they thought oh. that like having this big muscly man would be more like appropriate to play as basically <laughs> i mean um, people would like identify more with that because all americans are big muscly dads yeah yeah exactly um, yeah <laughs> no <laughs> so so when they when they announced the uh the new version of replicant um we were just getting uh brother near and everybody, I think, was pretty happy with that. <laughs> so, without okay, so dad, dad near out of the picture, does that affect the story at all? No, because they're the same person. Depending on the game that you're playing, like if you're playing Gestalt, brother near is not in it. Oh, okay. Because because daddy daddy near is brother near, just as a different model, basically. Okay, so for story purposes, it's the same arc or whatever. It's just in one version, he's a dad, and the other version, he's a brother. You got it. Okay. Now, does... I'm, uh, you know... I have a very tenuous grasp on near lore. So, does this take place before, after Automata, during? Um, it takes place quite a long time before Automata. Okay. Um like thousands of years oh okay (laughs) yeah it it does set up the uh it sets up the setting of automata though um but that doesn't take place for a long long time afterwards so my and wade you know this my biggest problem that i had with automata was the world design and how it very much felt like a like ps2 game um is replicant better or worse with like its world design does it feel empty does it feel like there's a bunch of like arbitrary invisible walls and uh you know the stuff like that that i had a really hard time getting past in automata um it's 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 a little bit different than automata i'd say um it's it's far more of a fantasy setting yeah isn't there magic it's more like it's yes there's like magic in it um it more uh, replicant focuses on like the fantasy fantastical things. Okay. While Automata is very, uh, it's very te- machine driven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very post-apocalyptic stuff like that. Yeah, because replicant you have like a magic book that follows you around. Where Automata you had a, mm-hmm. like a drone. Yes. They both, for <laughs> gameplay purposes, do kind of the same thing. They're just there as like an assist. It's just yeah, you got it right. Okay. <clears throat> Are you liking well, uh, it? Are you liking it more than Automata? Yeah, um, more than Automata. That's hard to say because I haven't finished it yet. Um, but so far, it's 
like coming out of a uh, automata since I've played that one first. Right. Um, it is it is similar. It's a little slower um, on purpose. They I thought it was kind of cool actually. They 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 felt that if Nier was moving at the same pace as like one of the androids was moving like speed wise ability wise right they didn't really feel that was very uh realistic i suppose like these these battle androids who are built to do these things right well near is just he's just a kid so he's not an android or it no oh, okay he's literally just a guy he's just a guy with a magic book <laughs> yes absolutely so this is yoko taro's like harry potter yeah like that. <laughs> perfect that's all that's all that's now now i'm sold the book the book uh grimoire vice he he plays a huge amount into the story he's not like the pod in automata where they're just kind of there like they can talk and interact with the character but they're just kind of there uh grimoire vice is like a member of the main cast and he talks he talks to near constantly he's sassy to say the least <laughs> i'm sure you he's a i'm sure you enjoy he's that. a oh my gosh <laughs> it's great it's a great time what about 14 is there any what's what's going on in the realm of 14 final fantasy 14 oh um the realm of 14 is is a buzz uh we've got the the new expansion coming out in november and walker um the story just finished a couple weeks ago and everybody's just Wait, Endwalker already came that. out? No, no, no. The no Endwalker story doesn't start till November, but oh, the okay. Shadowbringer storyline just ended a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, okay. I was mm-hmm. mistaken. I thought you said mm-hmm. the Endwalker story just ended. I was like, what the? Oh no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was short. <laughs> okay. Now it'll be great. We're we're kind of in this period where they've kind of laid. They've put all their cards, their Shadowbringer cards, on the table. Um, and they say, okay, like, here's where you need to be in the next, you know, three, four months. So we'll see you there. It's, so everybody's kind of running through the rest of the end, the end game stuff, gearing up, right. collecting stuff, whatever. Getting ready for Endwalker, which is in November. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be, which is, in is that like the end? Or are they going to, is there more, do you think there's going to be more after that? Um, Endwalker's supposed to be the end of the current story. Like the story that's been taking place for the last ten years or so, right? Um, but they said that there will be more expansions after Endwalker that will go into new stuff. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I feel like uh, they can't really, you know, do like a Final Fantasy fourteen two. So I mean, I guess they <laughs> could. Yet, no. Final Fantasy is definitely the one that could pull it off. They've <laughs> they've done crazier nonsense. I'm I'm sure there will be a new MMO at some point. But um, Yoshi P, the director of fourteen, he's he's been pretty adamant that fourteen's here for quite a while longer. So right, we look forward to that. Yeah, and it's probably one of their like biggest like cash cows right now. So there's really no reason to throw it to the side. So right. What else? I know you and I have been watching Dragon Ball Super in tandem. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I still haven't gotten past the I'm still in the Goku Black uh, storyline, so I haven't really got past that yet. Are you? Are you? Have you moved on past that one yet? Are you... I I am past you, so I won't I won't say anything. Yeah, else don't ruin. This is my 
this is my first time watching Dragon Ball Super. This is Wade's <laughs> second time, so he's just he's, he's just kind of you know being nice and watching it with me. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, I honestly didn't know. I had zero expectations for Super. I didn't give it any. Like I've heard of it for a while, and uh, didn't expect it to be as good as it is. I didn't think Dragon Ball could get better than what Z was. So, I'm actually been pleasantly surprised. There has been some, I don't know, some dips. Some of the stories I haven't really like the whole Vegeta goo clone purple Kool Aid <laughs> whatever the hell shit that was. That didn't. Yeah, I mean those are your typical small little. Yeah, it was like it was like episodes. yeah, it was like three episodes. So it, was, it was it was fine, but it was pretty lame. <laughs> so, it was, it was, <laughs> So how long is this show? How or when did it come out? Oh God, when did Super come out? That's a great question. It's like 2015. So it's been um, a while. Something like that. It's been yeah, it's been a while. I mean, Dragon Ball Z ended. Like didn't like. Uh, I mean, the Cell Saga, Majin Buu Saga. That was like the early aughts, right? When that finished. I remember watching Dragon Ball Z in the 90s, so... <laughs> yeah, so that's what I so saw a couple episodes yeah, of. Yeah, so it's definitely been a while for that one. Um, man, I can't... When Z ended... Because Z ended oh, with Majin Buu, so... It did, but that was like... That was a long time ago. I, that was like early... Early high school for me, so... Yeah, that's what I thought. Like 2005? Mm-hmm. Yeah something that's probably not entirely correct but it's 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 been, around it's that been time a good bit. yeah it's definitely yeah. around that time and i want to say super came out between like 2010 and 2015 is when it uh, it was 15 2015 yeah. i looked it up <laughs> but i'm watching it on hulu and i think it's not divided up into seasons it's just the, the series mm-hmm. and there's like yeah there's like a hundred something episodes yeah like it's pretty beefy because we're like goku black storyline that i meant like i'm in episode 56 or something 55 56 so there's still a lot of a lot of crazy a lot of crazy coming they're already like they're they're already getting ridiculous with these uh with these saiyan power-ups you got (laughs) saiyan (laughs) super saiyan god super saiyan and then which just kind of transitions into super saiyan blue and then Goku Black introduces Super Saiyan Rose, which I still think is dumb as shit. <laughs> Rose. Like, that's the least intimidating shade I've ever heard of. Like, Rose's not even. That's like the. Like, ugh, it's the worst. That can't be the. That can't be the ultimate. <laughs> Rose can't be the. That should have nah. been the first. Rose should be your baseline. Well, like, you know, Rose's just, just his version of blue, it's not anything different. Right, um, but it fits. It fits Zamasu's uh, his thing of like beauty and godly perfection and stuff like that. That's so. true. And him just he's just being himself. Yeah, I actually Locking. i i really enjoy Zamasu as a villain. He brings oh, he's great. He brings something different to the table. I'm used to you know Z villains being very you know one note, very lateral thinking. So I'm glad Zamasu. <laughs> I'm actually... here to kill you all. So have fun with that. Exactly, like 
to me, I think Dragon Ball Z, I think, you know, I think the Frieza saga may have been like the, my favorite, but Frieza has to be one of the most one note villains in that entire show. (laughs) But for some reason, he's like my favorite. (laughs) So, you know, every time I hear Frieza these days, I'm always like, man, I really miss his original voice. I know that (laughs) threw me for a loop when I was watching super and they, you know, they resurrected frieza which i love the fact that frieza's version of hell is him stuck in a tree and there's like fairies like singing these happy-go-lucky songs and giving them hugs all day long that's that's a pretty good version of hell i love that but i hated frieza's uh recast voice it's the worst yeah it's just (laughs) as much as his dialogue is basically the same they should have just stole that shit from z and just (laughs) worked it in there it's basically all the same like seven lines so a couple of saying insults how he wants to destroy earth you know it's all it basically just says the same shit over and over so oh he'll get some more love later is he come back again no don't 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 run it don't run it don't run it there's still like 100 episodes of course he comes back what do i this is dragon ball z of course he does <laughs> All right, enough of that. Chelsea, what about you? What have you, uh, you been up to? Well, I think you'll be excited to hear this. I actually finished Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh my, so what is it, like 100 hours in? I put in, I think it was 80, and I actually finished it earlier today. Damn. Nice. All right, so yeah. just give us like your, your one-minute review. I thought it was pretty good. It's a pretty tough game. I think the world is incredible. I'm really surprised it was only one game. I think there's so much storytelling going on with like the notes and everything that it really could have been multiple games. I have to, I know at the end of that game, there's the little like, uh, you know, the tease for the, Mm -hmm. for the sequel or whatever, but playing that game before you even get to that point, it almost feels like they put all the chips on the table thinking they weren't going to get a second shot at it. You know? I would agree with that. They because they threw everything in there. The yeah. world is and... massive. There's hundreds upon hundreds of quests and side activities and so much backstory and lore and world building that it makes your head spin. Yeah, and then I did actually finish Frozen Wild, I believe that's what it's called, before I finished the, the actual like main story of the game Ooh, and did that spoil anything yeah i was gonna say tell me about frozen no. walls because i never even played it yeah same okay well so there'll be a little bit of spoilers with frozen wilds but okay. basically it takes place in yellowstone like what? it's all of yellowstone national park so it's beautiful you see like the geysers and everything and so i took a lot of screenshots so i'll have to share those with you guys uh, yeah later. that game actually has a sneaky good photo mode I don't usually give a shit about photo mm-hmm. modes, but that game is gorgeous. Even on base PS4, that yeah. game is amazing looking. I will say, though, that Frozen Wilds, I think, definitely teases Forbidden West. Because it alludes to, like, the Forbidden West and how they woke the machine and the machine that is the main, like, villain of the Frozen Wilds huh. storyline. How long but then it, it still connects back in with the 
main storyline with uh, Gaia. Is that right? Yeah. And the whole life making. So, I can't remember. It's been a while. And I had to, like, read wikis because I definitely beelined the last third of that game. But Hades <laughs> is not totally dead, right? Right. Uh, because Silence, is that his name? He captured Hades at the end of that right, game. Right, 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 Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't make an appearance in Frozen Wilds. Yeah, because Frozen, Wild, yeah, Frozen Wilds takes place technically after you've finished Zero Dawn, right? Like, is it... Does she, I believe so. Does she I... make any sort of, like, story like inference that it's that she's already finished her campaign and zero dawn and now frozen wilds is new actually because you can play it pretty early the dialogue changes depending on if you've completed the story or not oh interesting. so it doesn't that's actually cool. spoil things nice. and that's pretty cool yeah that is cool that's a nice touch mm-hmm. um how long did it take you to finish frozen wilds and counter second 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 question do you think it is necessary to play frozen wilds to enjoy forbidden west well frozen wilds was a pretty lengthy story but i also did all of the side quest i did all the side quests in the entire game too the only thing i didn't complete were the uh the hunting lodge yeah I didn't do, I don't think mm-hmm. I did any of the uh, hunting trials or any of that stuff. But I think the Frozen Wilds, the story was estimated to take about 15 hours, I believe. Jeez. Well, that's not bad for DLC. Yeah, that's basically your average yeah, game. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's it's amazing that it's included with the like base game. Because yeah, it's definitely a whole game in itself. Jeez. Are you going to try and platinum Zero Dawn? I really don't know. I I might a try. I don't think I will be able to because you have to get those the suns, the hunting lodge, like perfect scores on or like beat the like the number one time oh, limits. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. yeah, see any any kind of trophy that has uh uh like scores to it, I immediately I immediately duck out. So <laughs> So I, I might try for a little bit, but I think it would be good to play something new since I've been in that game so long. Uh, yeah, it's been in, you know, 80 <laughs> hours. That's definitely change of pace time. But, you know, yep. Wade plays, how many hours do you have in Final Fantasy XIV, Wade? Like 5,000? We're not talking about that again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, maybe we should. Exactly. About 5, 000, was that 5,000? I don't think that was quite right. Yeah, it's a little low. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think I lowballed you there a little bit, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. Chelsea, I know you and I have also been playing Battlefield 5. Yes. Just uh, just standard multiplayer. We don't mess around with the Battle Royale. Unless you've played the Battle Royale on your own. I don't, I hate Battle Royales. No. So. <laughs> no, I haven't played it. I've just enjoyed playing with you. Yeah. And doing those campaign, or the mode we've been doing. And speaking of Battlefield, we got that, uh, that premieres Wednesday, right, for the new one? I think it's Wednesday. It's either Wednesday, I, I would assume it's Wednesday, because Thursday is the start of the Summer Games Fest, so I think, 
I think EA's doing their little Battlefield reveal before that. But Well, that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. I I am like 99% sure that the next Battlefield is not going to be like in the past. You know, they did World War 1, they did World War 2. They usually keep up with Call of Duty's cadence. So since like the last Call of Duty was, you know, they did Modern Warfare and then they did like Cold War, mm-hmm. which was basically just Modern war- Warfare <laughs> with slightly different cosmetics. So I'm expecting the new Battlefield to be at least modern times or slightly futuristic. But either way, I'm pretty damn excited for a new Battlefield. It'll be good. But at least I do like playing Battlefield Five with you. I like the whole period aspect of World War Two. Yeah. Yeah, the, per- the period ones are... Super, like, I really enjoyed uh, World War One. I. I put probably 200 hours in the World War One. But, I, I don't know, I've always enjoyed, like, the more, uh, like, the modern battlefields, just because there's, with all that, with the modern technology, it just gets, some of those uh, scenarios get pretty crazy. Pretty excited for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's basically what I've been, I've been playing that as well. Um, I don't know. What else you got, Chelsea? Have you been, anything else? I mean, I have been to the movies recently. I mean, I'm not whoa, ready whoa, to go whoa, back whoa, into whoa. an actual... Oh, whoa. yeah, okay. I was gonna, yeah. Yes. You said back to the movies. I was like, you went to a theater? No, no, no. That's what I am not ready to go back to a theater anytime soon. But luckily, there is a drive-in about 45 minutes away. And oh, nice. that opened the last couple weeks ago. So I went there not too long ago and saw A Quiet Place Part 2. Nice. Did you see... I'm assuming you've seen the first one. Yes, I have, and I saw that one in theaters, which was definitely worth it seeing in theaters. Yeah, that's definitely a theater experience kind of film, yep. especially if you have a good crowd, because like, yes. you can literally, <laughs> watching that movie, you can hear literally anything happening in that theater. Yep, well, that made it also awkward, because we always get popcorn when we go to the movies, so when we saw the oh, first one, God. we're like, oh... And they were like, oh, no, we cannot eat popcorn because everybody can hear us yeah. and we have to just focus on the movie. So I don't think we even ate a whole lot of our popcorn because we were just trying not to make any noise and just focusing on <laughs> the movie. It's even more. <laughs> oh, that's tragic. <laughs> it's almost even more awkward watching someone try not to be awkward eating popcorn. They're just like taking well, it's one dark. kernel at a time, slowly putting it in their mouth, slowly chewing on it. You just gotta wolf that I mean, shit yeah. down in the trailers, you know. Don't even, don't don't <laughs> mess around. If you're gonna get any kind of food or drink or any of that stuff, that shit better be over with before the movie starts. In my opinion. You got at least like twelve minutes of previews. You can sit there and eat your fucking Mike and Ikes before the before the movie starts. That's so how that's I when get you finish the first yeah. pot, bucket of popcorn, <laughs> and then you get a refill before the movie. Oh, no. I always. It never fails. I always sit next to the person who gets the big bucket of popcorn, and throughout the whole movie, they sit there and shake it to try and shake, oh gosh, to shake no. the kernels to the bottom or get their butter oil shit all over it. It's the oh my god, I hate it. So hey much. man, I I'm right here. If you have something you need to say to me, <laughs> you can say it in front of all these fine people. That like popcorn's definitely like it. You know it. It, it bothers me, but not as much as the people who struggle to open 
the candy wrappers, <laughs> you know? It's the it's sometimes the, you forget to do it and it's just too late. Yeah, it's it's like the you know, it's like a big you know, it's like a, a calm moment of the of the film, it's super quiet, you hear a guy struggling to open his Twizzlers for ten minutes. It's oh god, it's the worst. I hate it. I hate it so much. Just like a band aid, you just do it, just get it done. Yeah, boom. Open all there you your go. shit before the movie starts. I don't know. That's what you get when you pay for the movie-going experience. I just have problems with people kicking my seat. When you do that, <laughs> that just ruins it for me. I don't care if you're munching on popcorn or eating your candy, but oh, yes. when you kick my seat or do something like that, no. See, I'd rather just not have anyone in the theater. <laughs> I mean, you. I typically try to get in the back row, but, you know. I do, I do really like going to... Uh, premiere nights for like really big like like uh you know like your star wars films or your marvel movies because usually that audience is all kind of the same uh type you know so you all cheer at the same shit mm-hmm. you all laugh at the same shit you all clap at the same things you know it's like a, it's it's when you go to like a, a wednesday matinee and you just get like parents that have their kids with them they're just trying to like distract them and they don't really give a shit about the movie or you get just like random people that have like free movie passes and they're just watching like you get like crowds that don't necessarily care what they're doing they're just trying to kill time those are the worst the last movie i went to see in theaters was sonic the hedgehog um not oh, regret i don't regret it great uh, movie okay yeah um, i actually we went, yeah. we went to go sit there and watch it that's how it was the whole time there were like three huge families of extremely young children. <laughs> yep. And I I don't know what actually happened in the story because they were all like <laughs> yeah. gallivanting around the whole time. Yeah, they're hellions. Like... And then and then the world went to pot right after that and I didn't get to like, you know Yeah. Go re experience that movie. <laughs> That's how it ended for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what was the last movie? That is how. That's well, movie I saw in theaters. Oh gosh, not Black <sighs> Widow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, fuck what? what oh, uh, okay. I know what the last movie was I saw in theaters, oh. and it's it's just as tragic, but for different reasons. Last movie I saw in theaters was Rise of the Skywalker. So that pretty much oh. pretty much ruined everything in life. <laughs> It was a it was a great it was a great audience too, and we all kind of walked out with our heads down. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I just made Dragon Ball Z jokes the last twenty minutes or so, last thirty minutes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I like. I think I remember texting you about how the Emperor just shoots lightning up into the sky to destroy like a hundred ships, and I was like, when did my Star Wars turn into Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> absolutely <laughs> what is happening oh, here yeah. so yeah that pretty much ruined the theater experience for me just having a, be- <laughs> a beloved series completely shit on so well, okay apparently i had though. a good last movie then because i either saw 1917 or jojo rabbit oh god both those... of those are brilliant films yeah so you lucked out yes you definitely mm-hmm. lucked out there back to sonic though i actually watched sonic recently yes. on hulu i think i watched it with atlas and he didn't give a shit but i was definitely into it surprisingly wasn't it wasn't that a great movie it was yeah <laughs> i it was it was a lot funnier than i expected it to be i went in with you know very low expectations i honestly just turned it on in the background for a distraction 
So, <laughs> but I, you know, it was not bad. I am. I will watch the sequel. I'm all set for my guy Tails. Let's go. Right. And Knuckles is supposed to be in this next one. It's rumored. So you know. Oh, they can keep Knuckles. I want Tails. <laughs> well, you know Tails <laughs> is gonna be in it. But you gotta have. I mean, mm-hmm. Knuckles. Uh, like but, species but were if, in the beginning of the film. So. But if he if they wait until the third one though, they can keep the meme going. Sonic three and Knuckles. I mean, yeah, that's true. They can keep it going. That's true. I do love how they like made a big deal about announcing the title for the new film, and it was literally just <laughs> Sonic Two. Sonic Two. <laughs> I was like, that's that's perfect. Let's, let's not bring up that presentation. I'm gonna cry all over again. Oh yeah, <laughs> waste of my time. <laughs> the thirtieth anniversary Sonic stream. Jeez, what a waste. What a waste of like eight minutes. <laughs> or whatever it was. <laughs> I guess good thing I missed out on that. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> well, with with any luck, may, maybe we'll get an actual trailer for this new game at E3 sometime. Maybe. I don't know. Is Sonic or not Sonic? Is uh is Sega announced for E3 or I don't remember seeing them on the uh I don't know. I don't know if I did either. If anything, they'll probably slip in with, like, Nintendo or something like that. They tend to do things like that. Yeah, I mean, they do that, especially when they announce those uh, Sonic and Mario go to the Olympics. Well, and there is one of those coming out, so that's pretty likely, actually. I love how half of that Sonic stream was literally just like, hey, we got Sonic in this game, and you want (laughs) to... It's like, you can have Sonic be a a doctor in your hospital, and I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're too <laughs> we can't make our own games we're gonna put we're gonna license sonic out to yours <laughs> waste all right i feel like we uh, completely spun uh, off into a uh, oblivion there we never even talked about a quiet place part two sorry <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. sorry okay well went down a rabbit hole yeah, of bad so... theaters well a quiet place part two i thought it was pretty good um, it's definitely, I will give, it, it's slight spoilers, but it's not super big. It's a sequel that I wasn't quite sure was, go, like, that was needed. But with the end of it, they really set it up for it to be a trilogy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, okay. I can, they no, could I mean, honestly okay. leave it, but I mean, there's definitely I, more they could do. I honestly thought that after the first one. I was like, this is a perfect one-off that they will ruin with seven sequels. Because <laughs> that's how every yeah. horror franchise starts. Oh, Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity is the prime example oh, gosh. of just a perfectly good one-off that you know just got destroyed with its, like, what is there, like six or seven of those movies? At least. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, they do it with everything. They've been doing it... Since the beginning mm-hmm. of time, they always just ruin horror franchises because they're cheap to fucking make and they do great in the box office because, you know, you can film a movie with like a million dollars and you're going to make it, you know, quadruple that in the first weekend. So, yeah. But I will say this movie was well shot, well acted. So it was a good sequel. It was just, yeah, one that was initially not needed, but then definitely set it up for there to be a third. I do think, I remember seeing like a blurb 
that someone like interviewed John Krasinski who directed the, this one and the mm-hmm. original and he said that he has ideas for the third one but I didn't take that as we're doing a third one I took that as like yeah if we want to do a third one I have like an idea but I guess they're probably going to wait to see you know box office draw see what, I mean I know it's doing pretty well especially since most people aren't going to the theater still mm-hmm. but it's actually pulling in pretty decent money so I don't know I'll, that's definitely a wait and see literally for me <laughs> so <laughs> I have no there's not yeah. a single thing coming out this year that's going to draw me to a theater so drive in or otherwise so in fact I don't even think yeah, I've never been to a drive-in. I'm, hmm. I'm definitely too snobby for them. I'm, I'm honest. I'm honest with myself. I know, I know I am. I know I'm definitely too snobbish to go to a drive-in. <laughs> so. Well, maybe maybe we can find some like nonchalant movie and go yeah. find a drive-in. So like you're not watching some prime masterpiece exactly. while you're experiencing right. this. I feel it's pretty like, cool. I like it. I feel like drive-ins are for like uh, like what we used to do. At Warrenburg, like they do the midnight movies, like your Rocky Horrors and Monty Python, and like those cult classics. Those are drive-in movies. You know, I don't want to go see. Get you. I don't want to go see Dune. At, at, or Black Widow at the fucking drive-in. <laughs> so I don't want to sit in my tiny ass Prius with my shitty Prius speakers and watch and watch that movie. So it sounds awful. I mean, but it's definitely a good way to watch some of these movies when you don't want to go to into a theater at those times. Yeah, so it's, de- it's definitely something that oh, yeah, for I've sure. done occasionally, but I've definitely done quite a few more times during this pandemic. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a good alternative. Especially since not everybody's doing the Warner Brothers model where they're just releasing everything on HBO for a month or whatever. That's how I've watched. Exactly. Like, uh, I know the their new one is the, the new Conjuring film, which... Looks dreadful, but <laughs> it's it's free or you know not free, but on HBO without having to pay the extra the Disney Plus the Disney yeah, yeah the Disney premiere uh, you know bonus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did they do that for Cruella? That's premiere yep. access, right? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Either one of you guys yeah. watch that? I really like to, but no. I'm not gonna pay thirty dollars to see it. Yeah, I'll wait. I have almost yeah. zero interest in that, and I saw the. I think yesterday that they're already talking about a sequel. Yeah. Mhm. I mean, Maleficent got a sequel, so might as well make a sequel for Corella, uh, I guess. I loved, I loved the Maleficent movies. I never seen any of that either. I, oh, they're they're really good. I don't think I've seen. I watched the first one. I don't think I've seen any of the uh, like the live action Disney like kind of like. Either, either the, the full-blown remakes of classics or just, like, these little side stories. Like, I haven't seen any of them. Lion King, Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, oh, they did Aladdin. Like, yeah, I didn't do any. I haven't seen any mm-hmm. of that stuff. To me, it just kind of depends on which movie they're doing. Because for some of them, I'm like, well, I don't want to watch it because I'd rather just have my memory of this movie like just the way it is um but for some of them if it's like a whole new story 
like Maleficent is not it's based off of Sleeping Beauty but it's not at the same time like they don't just right. follow mm-hmm. the script you know but yeah, like Aladdin yeah. Lion King it's just literally the movie yeah more exactly. or less um I give me something new I'm here for it yeah like I don't have anything against the idea of your like a Maleficent or a Cruella they just I don't know I don't have that much fanfare for Disney characters or Disney IP anyways so none of that stuff yeah you're not a kingdom hearts person you wouldn't get it (laughs) this is my childhood (laughs) i mean it is mine too i remember i have i remember getting all the uh uh all the vhs copies of all the disney movies and they had the you know the weird little uh like extra plastic kind of cover that they're in oh yeah Mm -hmm. like i had all those i love watching like disney classic films it's just, I don't know, I don't really care to watch the live-action remake of them. <laughs> so. and honestly, I that's I, understandable. And I don't like 101 Dalmatians, even as a classic, so I don't really... Cruella doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. And I really like Maleficent as a villain, but those films just don't look super great at, from a, just like, at a glance. You know, I haven't seen them, but... Just like watching a trailer for him. Uh, yeah, nothing. Does nothing for well, me. I'd, I'd say watch the first Maleficent because, like, if Angelina Jolie was not Maleficent, it wouldn't have worked. Right. But you could say she carries that entire movie. But she should because she's Maleficent. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you're, if the title <laughs> of the film is your character, you should damn well carry that film. I mean, that's partly why I'm so excited for Eternals. Just so I can get her, get to watch her be so, like, powerful again. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm more excited for Eternals now after seeing some footage for it than I was when it was announced and we're just seeing, like, uh, your, you know, the occasional poster or, you know, blurry set photo or something. <laughs> right. 100% agree. I still uh am completely ignorant to these characters i have no idea who any of them are i don't know who the fuck the eternals are uh so it's kind of nice going into this film not knowing anything i have no preconceived notions of who they should be or who they actually are so <laughs> right yeah. that's kind of exciting i you know same with uh uh shang chi you know have no idea mm-hmm. who he is that movie looks awesome no idea no idea who anyone in that film is so (laughs) so it's kind of nice having these some of these phase four uh films with these kind of like less uh less popular you know you're they're they're not your your spider-mans and your captain americas Mm -hmm. you know the lesser known characters it's going to be pretty exciting to see a lot of that stuff see how all that plays out Um, I don't know, Chelsea, is that it on your side, or what else you got? I, well, let's see. I did also watch Mitchell's vs. the Machines this week. Sony animated pictures film on Netflix. I'm actually incredibly curious about that film, but not for the film itself, for the director. Because he is supposed to be doing the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film for Seth Rogen. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, Right? I just saw that the other day. It's like two years out. Like, they're just now in the planning phase. But the only credit that I saw that that guy had was the Mitchells versus uh, versus the Machines. So 
So with that, is that movie any good? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think it's pretty fun. It did have a couple slow moments and stuff they could have cut it down because for being a kid's animated film, it was about an hour and 50 minutes. So it was getting close to that two-hour mark. But the animation is great. I think it's because it's basically like almost a follow-up to after Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. With Sony just wanting to really change up their animation style and add a bunch of little things to it. So that was really fun. And there's definitely some gimmicks for adults. Just funny because it deals with technology and playing on like technology taking over the world and big corporations. So (laughs) that's pretty fun. (laughs) Pretty Pretty timely. Yep. I do like that Sony is taking a different direction with their animation because I feel like there was a time where everybody was just trying to play catch up with Pixar mm-hmm. and realizing that you can't because <laughs> so, Pixar is like, you know, cream of the crop when it comes to animation. So it's smart to just kind of like carve out your own little niche like they did that. Yeah beautifully with into the spider-verse like that that style is mm-hmm. so fresh and so cool i definitely want to see more of that kind of stuff and i like seeing characters that don't always look the same i'm sorry disney but all your princess female characters are like the exact same model finally the person who loves disney is shitting on disney this is what i've been waiting for such a brave stance yep <laughs> come over come over come over to the dark side we have hats i stepped over and then i came back yeah you're like oh this is this is icky over here i don't like this <laughs> yeah so that's on netflix right is that where yes it is and it's yeah sony's first uh animated film on netflix and i think they're actually going to put another animated film coming out next week that's uh, called wish something wish dragon Oh God, that's that. That yeah. literally reads as uh, almost like a like a name generator, you know. Like one of those, it's like a fairy tale story. Yeah. yeah, like one of those things you see on like BuzzFeed, and it's like, oh, put in your uh, birth date and your year, and this is your, you know, whatever the hell, like wish dragon. <laughs> that's 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 that that's how that reads. Or it's a Dragon Ball yeah. movie. Everything always ties into Dragon Ball. That's fair. <laughs> no, it's a very pink dragon. It's hard to see, but yeah, it's very colorful animation. Who knows? I might watch it. I do love animated films. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I still want to watch the, uh, the second volume on Netflix for uh, uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Because that first volume was awesome so i saw yeah, i heard that was really good oh it's it's amazing it's just like these little short stories definitely like a hard hard r though so it's definitely not for kids <laughs> <laughs> and then i still need to watch uh season three and season four of castlevania because i really do like that oh. show i just haven't been able to catch up but i heard we should watch that together because that's exactly where i am too i'm pretty sure yeah i just started season three and then, uh, and then Dragon Ball Super came into my life, so, <laughs> so kind of derailed everything else. Oh yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to. I definitely want to get back into Castlevania. That seems like a good fall show to watch. 
it seems odd to have Castlevania in the spring and summer. <laughs> so that might be my That's like fair. that may be like my fall my fall binge. <laughs> so, but yeah, just uh, watching Dragon Ball Super on my end or Dragon Ball Zuper. Dragon Ball Zuper. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Uper. That's the game that's coming out. <laughs> um, I have been playing a lot of NBA 2K21 because it's NBA playoffs, and which actually it's over for me because my Lakers are out. Sad day, lost in the first round. This is the segment of the show where Ethan talks sports. <laughs> so. Keep... I can wake me up I'll, more uh, done. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll nod and say sorry for your loss. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll keep it brief. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we just feel your pain, Ethan. Yeah, thank so you, sorry. thank you. I yes, I need it. Um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of NBA Two K Twenty One. Um, started Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries. That game just came to Game Pass. Uh, I think it was last week actually but that game actually came out on pc in like 2019 and it was hmm. pc exclusive mech warrior almost always has been a pc exclusive and uh it's a very long it was a very long dormant franchise until mech warrior 5 came out i think it was like 10 years maybe more and uh, I feel like in that time period, not much has changed. It still feels like it's a 10, 15-year-old game. <laughs> so it looks nice. You know, I mean, it doesn't look anything. It's not super snazzy. definitely doesn't look. I'm playing it on my Xbox Series S. Um, you know, it doesn't look like it's a next-gen title or anything like that. But it looks fine. But uh, it's very much Mech Warrior. You know, you take uh, you take a mission, they drop you into a fairly small, self-contained map. Uh, all the objectives just kind of are the same thing. Just kill all the enemies on the map <laughs> and then exfiltrate. That's basically it so far. There's a lot of uh, underlying mechanics with it. Uh, this one, since you're, you know, it's mercenaries, so the whole premise is you're just... You do these missions, you take these contracts, you get money, use the money to get better mechs. That's kind of the loop. So, I don't know. It's been fun. It's nothing noteworthy. It's nothing to, you know... Like, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it. I'm a big mech warrior. Like, I played mech warrior a lot on the PC when I was a kid. It's kind of, It's It was, you know... I feel like the old PC versions were very, like, simulation-like. They, they're not super action heavy you know this isn't like titanfall or or anything like that you're very slow moving you have to worry about heat and each part of your mech can take damage you have to worry about that you have to i don't know it's a very slow kind of methodical uh mech game but it's been nice the missions are short they take 15 to 30 minutes on average so it's a nice game if you have a little bit of time you know just jump in do a mission hop out you're done so that's kind of been my lunch game <laughs> so <laughs> that's nice yeah but yeah i mean it's not uh, i don't know it's not a strong 
recommendation. But if you are if you like Mech Warrior games, it's more Mech Warrior. So didn't really change the formula too much. They may have added a little bit more stuff on the edges. Uh, but you know, they didn't really do anything revolutionary with it. But I don't really think they have to. You know, it kinda works. It's different. It's its own niche, you know. Yeah. If it's broken, don't fix it. If people still like it, go for it. Yeah. I don't know how well it's doing. I don't know how popular Mech Warrior is anymore. I feel like it came to Game Pass and no one talked about it, so <laughs> I guess it's <laughs> But, you know, like I said, it's definitely it's a PC title, has pretty much has always been, so the idea of it coming to the Xbox console is probably still pretty low on the radar for most. So But it's on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, play it. There's no reason not to. And uh yeah, other than that, Battlefield five has been kind of the go to multiplayer for me. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't really I haven't watched any new movies. I haven't really watched any new shows besides Dragon Ball Super. That's pretty much my go to right now. And probably will be for the next I don't know. Got another hundred episodes. You're t- <laughs> I, I maybe watch two or three a day, so you got some time. Got some time on that. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and move on to our main topic, which is, you know, I kind of mentioned it at the top of the show. It's E3, it's Summer Game Fest, it's Games Week, it's the biggest time of the year for gaming everything. So, which is kind of nice, kind of nice to have this back. Uh, it was kind of weird, you know, last year was weird for a lot of reasons, so it's kind of nice to have this back. Uh, I personally don't have a whole lot of expectations for either one of these shows, just because COVID did fuck a lot of things up for development teams we're already seeing things get delayed you know gotham knights got delayed till next year uh oh no um you know they came out and said the god of war is not coming out the sequel to god of war is not coming out this year which yes i wasn't expecting it to so i expect more delays i don't really expect a big slate for the holiday so but yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? What do you guys, uh, are you guys excited for E three to be back? Are you or are you sad that it's back and you wanted it to die? Like, where are you guys? Where are you guys at? Um, I'm always happy when people like that get to get together um, and announce their stuff because um, it's kind of like Christmas in a way. Um, everybody benefits from it, um, so there's a lot to look forward to and hopefully a lot to be surprised about. Hopefully. Yeah, it would be nice to have a few surprises, like even if it's, you know, nothing for this year, but just like some surprise announcements for thing for games that weren't already previously announced. Like, uh, you know, it'd be, it's always cool seeing that kind of stuff. You know, I never, I, I wasn't expecting a big twenty twenty one slate, but it would be cool to see some stuff, even if it's, you know, a year, two, three years out. Just the idea that mm-hmm. something cool is coming is always fun i agree that's what i hope to see too i feel like we might get a lot of teases but definitely none of this stuff will come out this year right and there's definitely that divide 
in fandom with the whole concept of like these these teases it's like oh we're you know it's just like a like the fable at the xbox uh showcase what was that in 2019 or was that last year really announced fable and it was basically just you know a couple like a like a cg trailer and then it just said fable that was it oh, it was last year that was last year yeah and like most people that i've that i've seen are like oh yeah that's years away <laughs> so <laughs> it was basically just which i'm fine with you know it was just cool to see like there's been rumors for that game years before it was announced so it was just nice to basically then come out and be like yeah you're you know you guys are on the money we're making it but don't expect it anytime soon like that stuff doesn't bother me but you always get those 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 other fans that they you know there's an announcement they wanted six months later so yeah so yeah i don't know there's merit i guess there's merit for that too <laughs> especially if it's a game that's been announced and it's just like they keep just announcing it like uh what is it mm-hmm. metroid prime 4 <laughs> like how many fucking times i don't even know has that even been announced yet it's been announced twice huh and like i think it's like five years now this e3 would be five years if they even talk about it but it's also like uh was the, the ubisoft game uh skull and bones like they've been talking about that shit for like four or five years now and i just saw the other day that they basically sc- scrapped it and have started over my guess and this is a guess i have no <laughs> insider knowledge <laughs> if you guys haven't guessed already none of us are fucking insiders all right we, we don't work in the games industry nope. we're not journalists <laughs> bunch of casuals you know but my guess is that that game was a battle royale and now that we're kind of on the tail end of battle royales i'm assuming they realize that there's no money in that anymore and they're just starting over that's likely that's my guess yeah because that was announced roughly around the same time that like PUBG was in your like in the like at the height of its powers you know and everybody was shitting out battle royales left and right and now nobody is so (laughs) so. that's okay we can move on to something different yeah i'm totally fine that's that's definitely a genre that i am fine with leaving behind you guys you can have you keep your Fortnite. it's great it's you know it's always fun seeing whatever zany meta nonsense they're doing but keep your battle Mm -hmm. royale keep your battle royals out of my games you know i don't don't want that shit bleeding over any anymore so all right with that being said i say we go ahead and hop into our our predictions you know sounds that's good. like one of the best things to you know to do with uh e3 or summer game fest is just you know have your your fan theories and your your hopes and dreams and your expectations so when the show ends they can all be crushed <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not all crushed. <laughs> no, no happiness here. Exactly. So, I don't know. Uh, I say, Chelsea, let's start with you. Go ahead and just fire off one. It could, it doesn't have to be for any specific show. Just, you know, whatever you're thinking. Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, I want to see something from that. Right? That got yes. delayed to next year, right? Yes, okay. which I hope it sticks with ne- next year, but this game has been rumored 
for years and then after we saw that yeah that little trailer last year that was great but i want to see something more you know maybe if we can see a little bit more footage or if they want to uh you know release a different trailer that would be great but i think they need to show us something i want to see gameplay i want a demo Mm -hmm. i that would be great i'm tired of these trailers starting and it's it's still just you know they're kind of moving away from like cg trailers and now it's you know this game is in-game footage but it's still just a fucking trailer you know it's never just like a gameplay demo anymore it's just like random it's just like a bunch of random shots of in of in-game stitched together that doesn't tell me anything i just want to see someone play it for 15 minutes (laughs) you know that's all i want (laughs) yeah because i still don't fully i I don't really (sighs) my expectations for this game are very low i'm just gonna throw that out there now because I don't really see how this game is going to work gameplay-wise or even story-wise. Because it's a prequel, isn't it set like a hundred years? It's like in the night, like the like the late nineteenth like century, eighteen nineties or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's late eighteen hundreds. And I just don't. F- <sighs> I don't. I just don't know what you would be doing in this game like it it seems like a game that could easily be like a live service game like a destiny or something and that would just be awful (laughs) but i know that so they have an faq on their website and people ask if it's going to be multiplayer and stuff like that and they've said no which i'm okay with and i'm excited because a harry potter style type like rpg i have always wanted that and so I probably have super high expectations for this, but I hey, don't really care. I'm just excited to if see. You're, yeah. if, if you're totally fine with disappointment, you can have those high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I don't have to buy the game immediately. I can let other people show me what the gameplay is actually like in the story, and then I can decide to buy it. So. I will tell you, you all go. about mm-hmm. it when it comes to Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just really excited, but honestly, I'm a little nervous, too, because I know they're hiring a bunch right now, and they're hiring people for story, for, like, game design and everything. Hmm. And it's specifically, I think, related to Hogwarts Legacy. And so I'm like, I'm not sure if it's actually going to come out next year at this point, or what's going on, or if they just need more people because they're putting so much time into that game. That could also be for, you know, planned expansions or DLC mm-hmm. or just contract work just to tidy up some things. Like, depending on how robust of an RPG they want to make, you know. And also, that's true. all of these developers are seeing the shit show that happened with Cyberpunk. So <laughs> nobody <laughs> is making that mistake. <laughs> Of launching either too early or you know what I mean. Yeah. Like good. Like good. C- Cyberpunk was the perfect <laughs> casualty. <laughs> to do. I feel so bad for them though. I don't. I don't at all. They dug their own grave. They knew what they were getting into. Their hubris off of the success of Witcher Three led to mm. that complete and utter train wreck that they had. 
and they needed to be, you know, knocked back into reality. They'll survive. It'll be fine. That game's it. That game's fine. It's. I'm pretty sure it's still not on PlayStation, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but honestly, they should never even put that on current gen. Anyways, I know the install base is massive and la di da and all that shit, and I get it. But that it's no. That was just everything about that whole situation was a fuck up. So all these other developers, you're you know, they would rather delay like Halo delayed a year. I guarantee you, if that was any other year, they would have been like, eh, fuck it, put it out, we'll patch all the mistakes later. You know? Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, it would be nice to see something from Hogwarts Legacy. Um, yeah. I'm definitely not expecting that game anytime soon. Especially since... Uh, the games division for Warner Brothers, like, didn't they have just a total upheaval with this, like, merger with Discovery? Because isn't the games division kind of, like, in limbo, or they don't really know where they're going, or... Like, I don't know how much that affects game development, but... Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, studios like, you know, like, uh, WB Montreal and uh, Traveler's Tales make the Lego games, and then you got nether realm and stuff like that i'm pretty sure all those are like somehow being moved around i don't really know too much but i've seen some scuttlebutt out there that that merger is kind of messing everything up with uh with that that may be another reason why they're hiring it's quite possible well hopefully we'll see or hear something about it yeah it would be it would be nice just to for them just to reaffirm that yes this game still exists <laughs> so, yes, right. i agree that's, a, that's, a, that's another that's another reason why e3 exists it's just to be like hey yeah you know we're still making this it's <laughs> it didn't go away mm-hmm. <laughs> still here guys still here promise yeah, exactly stop holding your breath <laughs> all right wade what about you what do you got oh man my biggest my biggest look forward to game so far is it's got to be Final Fantasy 16. I just can't. Yeah, it figures. I just can't. It figures. Um, they were supposed to... Not well, surprised. Yoshi P said there was supposed to be new information out in, like, February. Um, since they announced it, like, end-ish of last year. Yeah, wasn't it in the summer? Oh, um, uh, I don't know if it was in the summer, but it was It was a good bit ago. Yeah. Um, but, and he said, like, wait till February, we'll talk about it more then. February came and went, and I died. Um, so <laughs> E3, or, or the game show, whatever, has to be the time and place for them to talk about it more, and I'm just going to fall apart if that's not the case. I mean, I know they, I know Square Enix is announced, so... Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. Well, like, in the... Like, they, they put up a... Like a... They put up a graphic that, like, kind of showcased some of the things they were talking about but like looking at the list i was like you all are messing with me or you're (laughs) stupid because this cannot be like this is not a list that you advertise guys come watch come listen to us and watch us because we're going to talk about these things and i'm like no you're not get out of (laughs) here um because like it was just all like it was all small things like or stuff that like no no nobody's here for that come back to something else 
I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they are saving the bigger stuff for the Sony State of Play because they're they're they might as well be the same thing. Square Enix. Uh, and, and... They could be. Yeah. It depends on. Hmm. Depends on this new this new game this new rumor game is is it gonna be Sony only you know like oh, yeah. I don't know it just depends because isn't sixteen is uh, seemingly a Sony exclusive right yeah seemingly for now and then it, like there was yeah. like a they said something where it was like uh, PC to come later and then that was quickly like changed or amended <laughs> so, yeah something like that so absolutely. So I can see Final Fantasy 16 being a part of the uh, a Sony Sony thing. Well, I'm I'm here ready for it. They did such a good job of announcing the game and like what they put in the trailer. Uh, yeah, like and, oh my god. And I usually uh, don't get excited for Final Fantasy games, but the I like 16 looked pretty incredible. I like that it has mm-hmm. like that more of like that medieval setting as opposed to like super futuristic. Oh. I'm I'm so glad they're going back to the more like medieval fantasy setting. Yeah, that um, looks really It's been cool. a while. It's I'm been great. such a while since they've they've visited a place like that, but I'm ready. Right. Let's do it. Yeah, cuz I I'm wondering my 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 cynical nature is that 16 won't be shown at all and they'll use this time to talk about this uh Team Ninja Neo-esque you know, Final Fantasy action game. Yeah. But I could be wrong. They could do both. They could just spend the whole time just Final Fantasy in it up. Or you know, they'll talk a little about Endwalker too. Oh yeah, for sure. But just just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. I can't really think of anything else that Square Enix would possibly talk about unless they want to show off another lame character for Marvel's Avengers. Oh, they are. They're they're introducing um, Black Panther. Okay. Well, I, okay. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything about Black Panther. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think you have to wait at least a year. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What about you, Ethan? What do you think? <laughs> uh, well, I guess my first one here is that Starfield, the Bethes- the new Bethesda Softworks game, I suspect it will get be given a release date for next year, spring 2022, and I expect it to be Xbox PC exclusive. Those are fair points. I doubt seriously that Starfield would launch in the fall up against Halo. That seems very unlike Microsoft to put two big IPs right next to each other for the holidays, even though they are in a gaming drought. Halo is the bread and butter for Microsoft. So I'm assuming they would just like clear lanes for that game to thrive. <laughs> right. And Starfield would be perfect for the spring. Perfect spring launch. You know? February, like a late February, early March. Get it out there. And since Starfield's a new IP for Bethesda, 
and there's no like already established fan base it's also the perfect game to be exclusive with the new xbox bethesda partnership that's a good point to make there because i i don't see them making elder scrolls or fallout uh whenever those new iterations come exclusive just because they've been on both for so long i mean they i mean they could they have every right to i just don't see them doing that but any all these new ips i can definitely see them making exclusive 100 mm-hmm. percent. starfield would be the perfect thing to have in their back pocket so yeah that's well, I, my i'm that's, looking forward to starfield myself i am too i'm looking it's it's gonna be nice to see uh you know bethesda do something other than just you know elder scrolls and fallout every other you know they all it's like every other four to five years it's a different one of those you know mm-hmm. so it'd be nice to see something different you know the new todd howard project they've been working on it for years there's i'm pretty sure there's supposed to be a new engine you know because skyrim and fallout were all on the creation engine i'm pretty sure which definitely started to show its age with fallout 4 so it'd be nice to see starfield on something new and just see them like see them flex a little bit i'm really looking forward to it like when people start flexing the gamers win so <laughs> let's do it also i have game pass so you know bring it on just bring day one <laughs> i that's it let's do it let's go Pre- pre-install it ready to go <laughs> I bet what I... about that other bethesda game that was teased earlier this year do you think uh... we'll see more of that the indiana jones oh game? the new uh the new one from machine games i don't know honestly because i mean it's so... so super early in development if anything it would just be another it'd be a cg trailer of more indiana jones props <laughs> <laughs> I bet they will, honestly, because the, so the 40th anniversary of Raiders of the Lost Ark is June 12th. So that's the day before that, I believe, that they could. Oh, yeah, June 13th. So maybe they'll. The... Yeah. That, it just maybe seems... that'll be a little something. I mean, I guess they could, they could have been. I don't know when the development time started, but they just announced last year they started working on it. Machine Games is the developer of all the. Uh, Wolfenstein games and the last Wolfenstein was that uh, spinoff and I want to say that was 2018 or 2019 it was so, fairly recent yeah yeah hmm. so yeah I mean I don't know it would be cool to see something because I'm pretty excited it's a huge departure for machine games to do because I'm, ex- I'm, I don't expect this Indiana Jones game to be first, uh, first person. Now it seems. I mean, of course, first, first person whipping would be pretty awesome. <laughs> gotta say, <laughs> so. But I just have to. Ex- I have to suspect that that's a third person action, like Uncharted, like, so. you know. Mm-hmm. It's their response to Uncharted. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I doubt. I doubt that there's any sort of meaningful, mm-hmm. uh, like any sort of like gameplay or anything like that. I can just see a, maybe more fully fleshed out like CG trailer or something. Maybe that kind of talks about the storyline or 
where he's going in the world or whatever, what he's looking for or whatever, you know. Just another tease. I want it to be old man Indiana Jones. Ooh. <laughs> like, escaping the retirement home Indiana Jones. Oh my god. <laughs> that's what I want. Oh man. Indiana Jones, the golden years. all right chelsea we're back to you okay um what about star wars do you think we'll see another one i'm it could possibly be a battlefront three see or but i think it's too early for a tease to fall in order the sequel and the only reason i don't think a battlefield uh three would be announced is because Battlefield is coming out, I would assume, this year. If they're having like a big show for it, I'm assuming it's going to be the big fall game for DICE. And since DICE is also the one that makes you know, Battlefront for Star Wars, I doubt seriously if they would, like two days prior, have a big showcase for Battlefield just to announce Battlefront <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> that would be true. Yeah. I did, however, like, as one of my predictions, show, uh, have on there that they would at least announce a sequel for Fallen Order for holiday 2022. Okay. I can see them just having like a title art, great. you know, maybe like a different name, like Star Wars Jedi, New Age or some shit, whatever, whatever title they want to come up with, <laughs> and then just show like 2022. I can see that. No gameplay, I'd be happy nothing with that. else, but I can... Because, I mean, when did that game come out? Wasn't that 2018? Or was that 2019? Yes. It was like... I think it, I think it was oh, I think it was like fall yeah. 2018. It's. I feel like COVID was like 30 years long, so I can't remember when... It... <laughs> That's, yes. I think that game did come out in 2019 because I played it at the beginning of last year, but it felt like I played that game like three years Exa- ago. Yeah, exactly. I feel, yeah, yeah, same. So... And I mean, you know, I think Respawn, you know, Respawn does Apex, but they have a different team Mm. that does Fallen Order. So two years, granted, one of those years, I guess, is probably a toss out just because of COVID. But you know, they're doing it. So I can, they have to. And EA, there's going to be a big EA play. So I can see, you know, they're going to spend 10 minutes on all their sports games or whatever. But I can see him, I can see him ending with a, uh, a Fallen Order tease. The game was very successful, you know, mm-hmm. a critic darling, so they definitely got something on their hands with that one. Um, but yeah. Wade, what about you? Oh, um, let's see, what else? Um, I mean, there's always Breath of the Wild too. Ah, uh, yeah. Can <laughs> I, I, I steal it from you? I mean, that was one of them. You guys are just... This is why I write down like 15 predictions. Because I assume this would happen. <laughs> you go ahead and read yours and I'll tell you what mine was. Oh, I don't really have a prediction with it. Um, it might just, come out this year. You just think that they'll talk about it? Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure they will. Um, see, I, I, have, I have feelings when it comes to Legend of Zelda, especially this year. Because yeah. this year is the 35th anniversary. Right. Um, and mm. they they brought it up the first time, and they were like, hey, it's the anniversary, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. See you later. And everybody was like, oh. <laughs> and then they came back the next time, and they're like, we have so much in store for you. It's going to be exciting. And everybody's, like, crying. 
And they're like, here's you some Skyward Sword. And everybody's like, what? <laughs> this is yeah. not what we wanted. <laughs> so I, I, was... think, I think they're really going to push something, something this year, I hope. See, that's what I was getting ready to ask. When is Skyward Sword, is that fall? Is that a fall release? Um, I want it. I want to say it's like July or August. It's pretty soon. Okay, okay. Because my prediction was that Nintendo announces Breath of the Wild 2 for a holiday release with the new Switch Pro. Well, that would be great because the Breath, Breath of the Wild 1 came out with the actual Switch. Exactly. So that's appropriate. What's, it's a perfect way to already boost another install base for your brand new fucking console <laughs> with another breath of the wild <laughs> and they i have my 400 dollars, so let's go because i i'm like i'm like i don't want to say 100 percent sure but i'm pretty sure that a, the switch pro or super if they don't call it super switch it's a missed opportunity <laughs> it really is honestly they should just it should just be called the super switch Super Switch. <laughs> and I, I am fully expecting that to be a holiday release. Bundled, not bundled, but, you know, with Breath of the Wild 2 being the main game for it. And Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. 2 will also be, you know, compatible with regular Switch, just like they did with first Breath of the Wild, able to play on the Wii U. You know, they're not going to isolate it to the new console, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet. But I almost... That's like my big Nintendo prediction is that breath of the wild 2 and the, the super switch as i'm going to call it now are going to come out this holiday i like that one i bet the Let's whole i bet the whole nintendo direct is going to be like breath of the wild 2 because they don't have anything else it's the perfect year to do it it's the 35th anniversary there's no there's no new mario there's no new yoshi or kirby or you know anything else Metroid Prime 4, whatever, it's probably fucking canceled again. They'll start over, <laughs> you know. I did. I was kind of toying with the idea that they would do a Metroid Prime trilogy, like bundle, like remaster, re-release. Just because I feel like Nintendo's kind of like doing a bunch of like reselling old games untouched for full price. So those are like, that's a perfect, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Yep, you know? yep, yep, yep. But I mean, to be fair, if they did that with, like, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and something else, I'd, I'd be on top of that, too. So I'm on, for, the, for the anniversary, <laughs> I was surprised they didn't do a bundle like they did with Mario. Well, that's what people thought, and that's why people were so heartbroken yeah, when they were like, here's Skyward Sword, and they're like, it's not like Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess... <laughs> And Wind Waker, because you've made right. remade those two games. You can just throw them all together, but... Right, and Skyward Sword is basically the black sheep of the franchise, so... <laughs> Out of the main, we're not getting into the mobile and or the handheld versions. You know. Man, they could, like, do little remakes of, like, the Game Boy Advance games, though, too. Those are excellent. Well, they, they did that, uh, basically, like, a legitimate remake of uh link's awakening you know they could do another one of those oh i mean and that was that was excellent that was a great time yeah it had like a cute charming kind of style to it and basically the same game just a whole different art style and you know remade for the Mm -hmm. modern times 
Yeah. So they could definitely do that again with one of the other uh, older handheld versions. But yeah, I think they completely squandered the uh, anniversary at, up to this point. Up for, to this point. Up to this point for Zelda. Like, I yeah. feel like they made, you know, and maybe, you know, arguably Mario is probably the more, like, the bigger uh, property when you think Nintendo. You almost immediately think Mario. But mm-hmm. I feel like Zelda is, like, the strong number two. You know? <laughs> so, oh, for sure. Easily. I would agree. Yeah. So. And they're just doing, it's like, oh, yeah, it's the 35th anniversary. I guess we'll give you Skyward Sword and we take out the motion controls. Fuck you guys. Like, that's, <laughs> that's basically how that went so far. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Very little fanfare for one of their biggest properties. So, with that in mind, I definitely am with you. I want to see Breath of the Wild 2 this soon. Because it can't, I mean... It has to be, you would think it's the same world, right? Just with a different coat of paint, you know? Like the whole Ocarina Majora's Mask kind of thing. This is the, the Majora's Mask of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, well, I think they said that, yeah, like this, Breath of the Wild 2 will be a direct sequel. Like, right. It's the same, the same Link, the same Zelda, the same place. Yeah. Um, so th- that'll, be, that'll be pretty exciting. So, I mean, like, in, in terms of that, you know, uh, I'm going to armchair be a game developer here. Most of your assets are already, you would think, done. <laughs> so, you got to, you know, tune those sliders to a different color scheme and you're ready to go. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, maybe even throw in a playable Zelda in there, too. No, 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 no. no. You're a monster. No, no. <laughs> nobody wants that everybody wants that (laughs) it would be interesting i know nintendo won't do it because that's not really their thing but it would be cool to see a co-op like a co-op option oh god that'd be really great and something better than you know what odyssey's co-op was where the second player just plays mario's (laughs) fucking hat you know (laughs) like i don't want breath of the wild 2 and the the you know the second player is you know zelda's tunic Oh my god! <laughs> so, but yeah, it would be it would be cool to see some some sort of like multiplayer component to that. But yeah, I definitely think if Breath of the Wild two does come out, it almost has to be on a new Switch, because the Switch as it is now is starting to struggle with some of these bigger games like the. Uh, oh boy. What was it called? Uh, the Dynasty War Warriors like Zelda game. You know what I'm talking about? Age of Calamity. Mm-hmm. That game has some serious frame rate issues. On the Those Switch. games often have frame rate yeah. issues anyway, just because they shove so many people on right. the screen at once. Right. <clears throat> docked and undocked. That game chugs. So <laughs> it's getting to the point if you're if Sony or not Sony if Nintendo's going to keep making some of these bigger games i feel like they almost need a, a hardware boost it's about time so well hopefully hopefully we'll be in luck this summer i mean i'm not getting it <laughs> so, <laughs> hopefully i'm hopefully, in yeah, luck this hopefully summer. and uh chelsea is very much a console monogamist so she pretty much only <laughs> will have her sony console i've tried 
to get her to get a Switch or an Xbox. And <laughs> so, yeah, she won't. She's against it. Yep. <laughs> that's okay. You you like what you like, and that's okay. No, it's not okay. You have to like what I like. Thank you. Chelsea, Thank it's you, okay. Wade. You it's have okay. to like what I Thank like, you. or you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we can let Ethan say it over there and pout. It's okay. Yes. Yep, <laughs> yep. I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. I'm just ignoring him. Sit on my throne of lies. And judge me. <laughs> yep. So with, it. With, with that said, it's my turn. <laughs> All right, so I got, I got, um, we'll go, we'll go with this one. I suspect that Psychonauts 2 will be at the Xbox Showcase, and I'm also expecting it to be same day released on Game Pass during the show. Yeah, let's do that. They already put the original Psychonauts on Game Pass uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, Tim Schafer's been out there on Twitter teasing and talking about how it's coming soon. How cool would it be for them to show off, like, some gameplay and then at the end of it and be like, and it's on Game Pass right now. You know? Especially since this is a digital event, it's perfect. People can just be automatically go in there and start downloading it and start playing it. That would be awesome. So that's that was my. That's another one of my uh, Xbox showcase predictions. I I fully expect the Xbox showcase to to be just games, games, games because they get so many, uh, get so much flack for their drought that they're in right now. So. I mean, that's all. That's all it ever needs to be. Really, like, we're here for the games. Let's see the games. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I definitely suspect Psychonauts 2 to be released on Game Pass during the show. So yeah, that's, that's mine. That's my other one. Chelsea, what do you got? One more. Last one. <sighs> one more. Oh, I mean, this is probably not realistic at all, but I would love to hear something about the new Mass Effect game. Oh, yeah. Even just another tease, or at least a title? Maybe a title, yeah. Do you think yeah. that they would put too much, uh, too much into it with uh, Dragon Age looming? Because you would, I mean, that's that's got to be the next Bioware game, right? Dragon Age. Yeah, it has to be because I thought they've actually been working on that for a while or yeah something. I mean, they've announced it already, so. Yeah, I mean, it's been at mm-hmm. least, it's been at uh, shown at least two or three shows, like not gameplay, but you know they do like the. I think the first time it was shown it was like a dev diary or or something and then and then like what was it last year they showed like a cg trailer or something to show off the the engine or whatever so you would you would suspect that if they're going to show off any bioware property it would be uh dragon age but it would be very cool to get at least a title for mass effect yeah. other than mass effect 4 <laughs> so. I need something a little more than that. Yeah. Oh, was was Andromeda not considered for? No, Andromeda is not considered. It's just considered anything. Andromeda. Oh, we don't. We just don't consider Andromeda. No, no. Okay. Hey, we'll have to have a discussion about Andromeda. Andromeda doesn't okay. exist, and I, I don't, I don't. If you say otherwise, I don't believe you. <laughs> so. It does exist. It does. 
<laughs> oh. But yes, we will now we'll have to talk more about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll save that for an undisclosed episode that will never happen. Yes. <laughs> no, that will happen. <laughs> but yeah, I'm with it you. Will, I but... definitely think Bioware needs to you know, just showing that they're making a Mass Effect, it definitely looks like it's a sequel to the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're definitely in their, uh, their, uh, you know, their rebirth stage where they need to get some credibility credibility back. You know, the Mass Effect trilogy or Legendary Edition, whatever that just came out, everyone seems to be really liking it. So. If Dragon Age comes out and it's another turd on their resume, then I just it'll be rough. For I them. just don't have any. Yeah, I I wouldn't have any expectations for a new Mass Effect to be anything other than trash. So <laughs> I hope not because I really love Dragon Age and Mass Effect, but so much talent has left Bioware and they're just like a husk of their former selves right now. So. We'll see. All we can do is hope. Oh, exactly. All right, Wade, what's your last one? Give me, give me oh, final one. I'm kind of looking at my list, kind of trying to figure out what I want to talk about. And I've got a bunch of like, a bunch of like smaller things. Um, like maybe an announcement of Spider-Man two. Maybe. Um, I doubt it just cause I wish just because Ratchet and Clank is literally coming out like that same week and that's an Insomniac game. Mhm. I just don't see Insomniac like Oh, that's fair, I guess. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. It's too bad. Um I would definitely rather see Spider-Man 2 than another Ratchet and Clank. Like the first one's fine. It's a great uh one of those games. It's just not my cup of tea anymore. I feel like that would have been that would have been a great Ethan game for, you know, 10-year-old me, but I just can't get into that shit anymore. The collect-a-thon, you know, shooter kind of things, just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, aren't, aren't, aren't for me anymore. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I know, I'm sure they'll talk more about uh, the new Pokemon games coming out to some degree. Yeah. To some degree. Like, uh, yeah, could, mm-hmm. maybe just Diamond and Pearl, probably. Um, but the I'm okay one, with that. What's the other one? Pokemon Ars? Arceus. That? Pokemon yeah. Legends Arceus, yeah. Is that coming out this year as well, or is it just announced? Um, it'll be in, like, I think it's January of next year. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Which is fine. I mean, looking forward to seeing more on that, too, but that one's going to be a little while um and it's just so different at the moment right um i hope it's not i hope it ends up being like engaging different and not like oh well there's this now i guess (laughs) right so well that's it's open world right so hopefully they kind of seemingly yeah yeah hopefully they build upon sword and shield a little bit like the wild area kind of concept, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I don't know. It's something to look forward to. It seems like it yeah. could, be, could be pretty cool. It's nice to see them do different things besides just the standard, you know, iterations of Pokemon every couple of years. Right. 
So, all right, you got any other, okay. you got any other couple small ones you want to throw out there real quick? Um, I'm kind of hoping I'm kind of hoping that Bethesda drops a tiny bit more on Elder Scrolls Six. Just I don't need much, man. I just need a nibble. Um, yeah. More than a six-second CGI trailer. Like I know, a title, that, that's a like not even like it. That literally just looks like <laughs> drone footage with like. Text I know. <laughs> I don't need a set. I don't really need a setting. I don't need characters. I just need. I need something. Yeah. <laughs> something. That would yeah. I don't know. I I can definitely see Bethesda's big thing just like fully focusing on starfield and if they do that that's okay too because i'm okay with i that. don't suspect elder scrolls 6 for another couple of years oh yeah no it's not anywhere close i just i'm thirsty i just need something i need some water yeah. i mean hell we'll probably have new consoles by the time that game comes out so <laughs> we'll be on the we'll be on the playstation 6 when that game oh, comes God. out <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I have a couple small ones uh, I had on there that a Gears of War 6 would be announced for 2022. Uh, Wolfenstein 3 would be announced for 2022. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 announced for the fall. Um, I guess my other kind of like pipe dream one is that Xbox reveals the new Hideo Kojima game as an xbox exclusive Hmm. and solely based on the fact that uh during one of these weird virtual interviews with uh uh oh my god i'm blanking on his name now mr xbox (laughs) we'll call him phil spitzer (laughs) phil spitzer i can't remember to say paul schaefer (laughs) Paul Schaefer, Mr. My man, Paul Schaefer. <laughs> Paul Schaefer over here. Yes, Phil Spencer, during one of his virtual interviews, had a uh, Luden on his bookshelf, which is like the, uh, like basically the logo for Kojima Productions. And that Xbox is actively seeking Japanese talent and Japanese developers. So I'm expecting them to announce that they're working with Kojima on his next game and that it would be an Xbox PC exclusive. I was I was uh, contemplating saying that Xbox just right out would acquire Kojima Productions, but I just, I don't think that is going to happen. So. That would be something, I think. It would be... It would be big. It would be nice for uh, Microsoft to have, like, some, like... Japanese developers under their under their like umbrella, but I just don't see it being Kojima since he just now went, you know, on his own. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> I mean, that's why he left in the first place. So, exactly. So, but it would be cool if you know, Xbox got the new Kojima game. So yeah, that was my that was my final kind of like big pipe dream. Well, I guess. The other one was that Elden Ring would release this fall and be an Xbox <laughs> timed exclusive. <laughs> so, but 
we'll I feel see. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like since George R. R. Martin is a part of this, I feel like this game could be ten years out. You know? yeah, we've we've already <laughs> lost it. It's already gone. Exactly. When it was initially announced, it said it was going to be for PS4 and Xbox One. So <laughs> we're already on the new generation, <laughs> and it's still just sitting out there. So yeah, that pretty much wraps up mine. I guess the other one I had, it kind of already happened, but that God of War would be delayed. So <laughs> yeah, I'm already, I'm already, I already got yep. one right. So I'm already ahead of the game. So, but yeah, I, I fully expect God of War to launch in the spring, just like the last one did. It came out in like April. So I definitely expect God of War Ragnarok, if that's what it's going to be called, to come out April 2022. <laughs> So, but yeah, I, you guys have any other ones? Any little, any little tidbits? Mm, nothing huge for now. Chelsea? No, nothing really, just pipe dreams. Hey, th- I love <laughs> pipe dreams. <laughs> All of mine are pipe dreams. I would love a new X-Men game, you know. Surprises with X-Men Legends 3. That's just a wishful Oh my god, that would be thinking. amazing. Honestly, mm-hmm. I would take any superhero game right now. You know, we had we, we had Miles Morales, and that's great, but I want, you know, more. I want something other than Spider-Man <laughs> or Batman more. to have their own game. I feel like Spider-Man and Batman are the only fucking characters that ever get their own game. Well, they've they've got yep. they've got such a uh, such a large personal universe that doesn't have to involve anybody else. Um, but you get into you look into stories of like other characters Either they just have, like, zero cast, or, you know, like, their world's just not very big. Also, in terms of just, like, your casual fan, Batman and Spider-Man may be, and may be some of the, you know, most popular names, and you don't even have to be a comic book fan. Oh, no, they are. They're, um, you know, consistently at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would argue that Superman is another one, but I just don't ever see him getting a game that would work right yeah because the idea of superman basically being able to do anything like i just <laughs> like <laughs> i don't see how that game would be fun so. <laughs> but i do get tired of seeing superman you know this happened in injustice it looks like it's gonna happen and the new rocksteady suicide squad game where it's just like oh superman's evil again like, can we can we do something else with him besides just make him a giant asshole? He works so well as one, though. I mean, I guess, but because if like, he's a hero, you have to find a way for Superman to not participate in your game. Otherwise, there's not a game. Right. He just. He just takes care of everything on his own, <laughs> and maybe that maybe that would be a perfect game. You know, he just it's just it's super short. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know you can beat it in fifteen minutes. Oh, you got you got to find the villain. That's all it is. <laughs> X-ray vision, man. X-ray exactly. Vision. Oh, there he is. It's like a Where's Waldo, but you're super, you know with Superman. <laughs> there you go. We nailed it. Someone, <laughs> someone hire me. Yep. Got your Superman game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, well, I guess with uh, uh, E3, I mean, E3 kicks off. I mean, we got, like I said, we got Battlefield on Wednesday. I don't think there's anything tomorrow or Tuesday, right? No, I, everything I starts on Thursday, I think. Yeah, you got the Summer Game Fest kicking off Thursday. You get the Battlefield reveal on Wednesday. And then, yeah, and then it's, big, you know, we're off and running. So, pretty exciting times. Before we end our first episode ever, we should also talk about the other thing that's coming out this week that's not game-related, and that is the new Marvel TV show on Disney+, Plus, Loki. So, what do you guys think? Are you guys excited for this? Are you not excited for this? No, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do it. Chelsea, what do you think? I'm excited. I think it could be fun. I just hope it doesn't have, like, a terrible ending to it where they just kind of end it or lackluster. (laughs) Yeah. Seems there'll be a little theme where some of these shows have weird endings. Yeah, I feel like we're already two shows in with the MCU TV, you know, experience. And I don't think either one of them has stuck the landing. So... I mean, as far as, like, the endings go? Right, yeah. I feel like well, both endings yeah. were kind of just uh, lackluster. Yeah, well, I, I don't think... Know, I don't know if it's because my expectations are tied to MCU films, or, and you know, or I don't know. I don't know what it is. It may be me, but I haven't really enjoyed e- how either one of the shows kind of wrapped up, I guess. Yeah, well, with, with the shows... You have to remember that they're just, like, preludes to the actual movies. Um, And the movies are the endings to those stories. Right. But they should still be able to wrap up the story nicely. It's a TV show. I know that they're, yeah, they're teasing for everything later on, but it's just unfortunate. They should really just be able to still stand up on their own. So, like, in my opinion, the WandaVision... Uh, I don't know. We could have a whole fucking episode on one of it. <laughs> <laughs> we could. We could. We could. But no, like, the I, whole, I, like the whole last episode, the whole last episode for me was very, you know, Halloween Town. Uh, for me, I just, I, I almost, I hated mm-hmm. everything about it. The only thing that came from it that was awesome is that we can finally call her Scarlet Witch, which we've all been fucking doing anyways. So, <laughs> but now they, <laughs> the characters can actually call her Scarlet Witch. So. So yeah, and then Winter Soldier. The, you know, that one wasn't as. Uh, I don't know. The production values weren't as, kind of subpar, as uh, WandaVision in terms of like how they wrapped up the climax. But it still kind of, kind of was I don't know, weird I guess. Just neither I don't know. Neither one of them had great endings for me. <laughs> And I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Loki's also like the shortest one. How many episodes is Loki? Isn't it? I thought it was like six, or did I just? Did I just? Wasn't Winter Soldier six? I think. Yeah, I thought that was. Was Winter Soldier six or seven? I, don't I think know. it was six. I think it was six. Maybe it was one. One division was eight. Was right. Yeah. Eight. Right. I think it was eight. I thought it was nine. It might be. It might have been nine. It's nine. 
So, yeah. But do you guys think it's weird that Loki's going to come out on Wednesdays? Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's Wednesdays. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Huh. Yeah, it's... I don't know what that's about. But yeah, they announced that it's going to be every Wednesday instead of every Friday. Hmm. I don't know if it's because they want it to wrap up sooner because they have something else. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. six Wednesdays from June 9th, maybe they have, like maybe that's when Black Widow comes out or some shit. I don't know. There's got to be some sort of like marketing reason why they want it to end sooner. <laughs> so. But it's definitely interesting to pick Wednesdays. Yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, I guess it's kind of superfluous in a sense because it's a streaming service and not broadcast. It's usually when shows mm-hmm. change dates on like tv you can look at it and be like oh the show's ratings are shitty so they're moving it to a different a, the dead zone slot or you know there's like stuff to look into for that but i feel like with a streaming service that's not really always the case yeah it's it's probably more of a convenience thing for them maybe i don't know i, I really it, don't I, th- I think it just has probably just to do with dates they want it to be finished before because black widow is what july 20th is that right for now <laughs> right so maybe they just want it to be over before black widow starts maybe there's a tease at the end of loki for black i don't know that would be weird that, It'll be interesting. that seems like that's the only reason why they would have it on wednesdays it's just they want it to end at a certain time that works for their plans because mm-hmm. they well, didn't really give a reason other other than like, I think when they announced it, they're like, oh, Loki's the god of mischief, so he's moving his slot up two days. <laughs> which, you know, which, is, which is great. It's cute. But that doesn't that does explain to me why, in real life, why it's coming out on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So. But no, I got to say, I'm probably more excited about this one than all the others, just because after seeing some footage for it, it looks like it's... Uh, has like some of the best like cinematography for it and varied locations and it just looks like you know it's time spanning and location spanning it just looks Mm -hmm. like they could do some really cool stuff with it the only like hesitation i have for it is the same that i had with wandavision where the internet kind of ruined wandavision for me in terms of fan theories and you had like (laughs) you had cast and crew being saying shit that was going to happen that never did and all this misdirection Mm -hmm. they're like oh well this is going to happen you know you had like at one point like elizabeth olsen was like oh yeah you can't you're never going to believe who shows up at the end of this show and it was fucking nobody so (laughs) i mean i don't want that to happen with loki you know what i mean i i don't want i don't want tom hiddleston on twitter and be like oh you'll never guess who's gonna come in episode three like, don't fucking put that out in the ether for me. Just let the show happen. <laughs> well, for them to let the show happen, the fans have to let the show happen, and that's just not how that works. I mean, fans can, you know, say all kinds of stupid-ass nonsense mm-hmm. they want, but a lot mm-hmm. of these theories are, like, fueled because there are these, like, people from the show putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Like, Paul Bettany was doing it, fucking Elizabeth Olsen <laughs> was doing it. Like, all these people were doing it, and it was annoying. You know, it was super annoying. It was driving me crazy. 
<laughs> like they, See, were, I don't, they were just i don't listen they were just to tr- anybody doing those things so like i was the i was the one in the back seat laughing at everybody else because all these things like were kind came, came crumbling down around them with all their theories they had come up with and i was like you idiots what well, also <laughs> got to the, do that to yourself <laughs> it also got to the point where some of the fan theories conceptually were cooler than the show actually turned out to be <laughs> so that was also well, disappointing with with, with with when it comes to Scarlet Witch though, I mean, there's an infinite end of things that could happen because of who, who she, she is, is and how she right, does things. Yeah. Right, um, and I and I I kind of feel like the premise of Loki also kind of has that as well because you're dealing with time. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, it can literally change the entire well, landscape of what's happening. The, th- the thing about the Loki show too is that it's not based off of anything. Right. It's it doesn't follow like an overarching story that's already been told in the comic. Um, it has things in the show that we can already see in the trailers that are references and stuff to other smaller Loki story arcs. Loki for president comes to mind. All those things like they we've already seen them in the trailers. Right. Um, so it's it'll be cool to see how the story uses those things. But the overarching story, to to my knowledge, is completely new. So yeah. there isn't a we don't we can't figure out ahead of time like kind of where they're going like we could with wandavision because with wandavision we could go well how much is it going to follow the house of m how much is it going to follow you know the main storyline of her kids and everything else so right i'm i'm ready to to see just in the direction they're going with it yeah because this definitely seems like it's very much uh, an MCU story and not necessarily a Marvel Comics story. Right. Which is which mm-hmm. is great for people who aren't, you know, well versed in the comics. It's just, you know, this is for just like the the film fans, you know. Yeah. I do think there is something I am expecting with this show because it's something we've seen already with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Both of those shows did a lot with character development, with characters that we hadn't seen a lot of. And it's interesting because we have seen a lot of Loki, but this Loki is not the Loki that we followed along all this time. This is the one that's from the Avengers. And he you know, and he so, doesn't have all of that extra character development from mm-hmm. Dark World and right. especially the Infinity stuff. Ragnarok. This is basically still just evil Loki, just straight up evil just, Loki. Yeah, so hopefully we get to see more of his character development and if he will actually have development like the other Loki or if it'll be a completely new character. I'm expecting him to to kind of go back to his uh nefarious cuz I don't I don't see him developing him into where we've left off Loki. And like the short... anti-hero Loki. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't have he doesn't have Thor now to like morally kind of ring mm-hmm. him back in, or their mom dying and stuff like that. So exactly. Like I, I'm assuming they are, they want to set this up so they can bring Loki back as a villain. <laughs> I mean, he's got the space cop, the space cops, the time cops to deal with, but right. I don't think they're going to be a moral uh, compass for him. <laughs> Uh, as no. much of a okay when can i sneak out of this and go mess stuff up again <laughs> i was gonna say i honestly see yeah. this ending if i had to have any sort of uh prediction or whatever is i see this ending with loki completely fucking up time and that's and it sets up like some of the great some of the multiverse. grander yeah some of the grander multiverse expectations for 
Doctor Strange and Spider-Man No Way Home is that if Loki actually does mess with the Time Variance Authority and fractures multiple time strains or whatever, I could see that leading to more of these, like, uh, what we were expecting from WandaVision and stuff, where it is dealing with the multiverse. This is, like, the last show that would actually set that up TV-wise. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. Because I don't what's see any the, of that shit happening. What, what TV awesome. show do we have after Loki? Uh, I think Miss Marvel's the other one that's this year, and I think uh, Hawkeye is the other one that's this year. Mm. Oh, which neither one of those are going to be fucking with multiverse. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> so, they'll be about introducing no. new characters. Exactly. So mm-hmm. you're going to get Kate Bishop and Hawkeye, and you're going to get you know Miss Marvel and Miss Marvel. So, <laughs> so, which is fine. You know, whatever. I don't. You know, I don't. Uh, you know, eh, whatever. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> they exist. They're they're characters. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, after seeing WandaVision and after seeing uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I've completely tempered expectations in terms of, like, big reveals and any sort of, like, revelatory things for the grander MCU. So I'm not expecting anything from Loki in terms of that. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, you know, King of the Conqueror is going to show up and all this other cool shit. Like, I don't <laughs> expect any of that to happen. Well, they may talk about King a little bit because he's supposed to be the villain in the next ant-man movie yeah i mean so they could set him up i could see like owen wilson just like name dropping him casually and like conversation about other time deviants or some shit i don't know <laughs> you know i could see it being a throwaway gag almost a little yeah a little... i think we'll get a lot of those yeah exactly but i don't expect anything uh grandiose for the broader MCU. I feel like all Phase 4 is pretty much just, a lot, you know, kind of like what they said it would be. A lot of just setups, a lot of new beginnings, a lot of, you know, a lot of nothing, really. <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot of good times. A lot of, yeah, a lot of just, yeah. <laughs> these these are the these are the fillers, you know, before the big stuff happens. This is the, the Vegeta covered in purple goo of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> So bring it back to Dragon Ball. Everything's Dragon Ball. Everything is Dragon <laughs> Everything Ball. Everything is Dragon Ball. Alright, so yeah, that starts June 9th. Which is you know, a few days. So <laughs> so, so yeah, our next uh, I guess next week, our next episode, we can kind of talk about our thoughts on the first episode. Definitely. So, oh, you guys got anything else with uh, with the Loki show? Hmm, I don't think so. Nope. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else before we call it? Before we before we call mm-hmm. it on our first episode? Nope. Our first and only episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun experiment, guys. It's only the beginning. Yeah, it was a fun <laughs> experiment, guys. We're done. <laughs> All right, well, cool. Um, I guess that's going to do it for the first episode. Congratu- congratulations. We, we did it. We, we did we, it. Yes. We did it. Um, so, yeah, going forward, uh, we're going to record 
next Sunday, which I don't know what date that is, but it's next Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the 13th. The 13th. Thank you, calendar man. (laughs) So, yeah. If we if we keep that if we keep that cadence, new episodes will be every Monday, and uh, you can follow the podcast on basically any I would assume any platform you can get podcasts on, you know Apple your your Googles, your Spotify's, Stitcher, a couple other, uh, you know other ones I don't know <laughs> wherever you get to, wherever you guys listen to your podcast we're probably there, so look us up. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a review. Uh, unless it's negative, then fuck off. I don't want it. I don't want to read it. Just, just give us the stars. Give us the five stars. <laughs> give us all the likes. <laughs> if you have, if you have questions about things we talked about in the episode, um, ask us questions too. Yeah, feel free to email us. Uh, our email is demasteredpodcast at gmail so yeah, if you have any sort of questions you want to ask us or uh, comments or you know whatever, just uh, send us send us your emails. Mm-hmm. And you we can may... find us on uh, you can find us on on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Yeah, so there you go. Follow us on all those platforms as well. Follow us everywhere. Follow us at our houses. <laughs> show us that this, you love us. <laughs> yeah, this is the part of the show. We'll give out our our phone numbers and addresses. <laughs> call me anytime send us your mail send us your letters we'll 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 read them all right that's that's it for the that's it for the first show everybody that's 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 we're calling it we're calling it we're calling it a show that's the first that's the first show thanks for listening everybody thanks for listening and we'll see you next week